Welcome to From the Front Porch, a conversational podcast about books, small business, and life in the South. We are readers. Books are an essential part of our lives and of our life stories. For us, reading isn't just a hobby or a pastime. It's a lifestyle. We're the kind of people who understand the heartbreak of not having your library reserves come in before you leave town for vacation, and the exhilaration of stumbling upon the new Louise Penny at your local independent bookstore three whole days before the official publication date. We know the pain of investing hours of reading time in a book we enjoyed right up until the final chapter's truly terrible resolution, and we know the pleasure of stumbling upon exactly the right book at exactly the right time. Anne Bogle, I'd Rather Be Reading. I'm Annie Jones, owner of The Bookshelf, an independent bookstore in beautiful downtown Thomasville, Georgia, and today I'm talking about book clubs. It may seem odd to bring up the power of bookish gatherings during a season devoid of much gathering at all, but I couldn't help myself. It is, whether we realize it or not, the season of fresh starts and newly sharpened pencils, of back to school and new beginnings. Book clubs were born out of such a time as this. So we're going to talk about it. As a somewhat seasoned book club founder and member, and now a bookstore owner who facilitates book clubs all the time, I've got my own ideas about starting and joining a group of readerly types. But in between my own thoughts today, you'll be hearing from my fellow book club members, past and present, sharing what it is that keeps them going back to book club. So why did I join book club? Truthfully, the most simple explanation is I love to read and I love being able to discuss books. I love being able to chat about the things I emphatically loved or emphatically disliked about a piece of literature. And I love that I have found a group where I feel comfortable doing so, which kind of brings me, I guess, to the next point. What do I get out of it? What do I love about it? So I love that we are an eclectic group of women that are smart and we come from different backgrounds, different occupations, different phases in life. And because of that, I feel like we each bring a different perspective to a book or to a character. And I love just being able to talk about it and listen to what everyone has to say and, and where I feel comfortable sharing my thoughts. And yeah, that's, that's probably my favorite part. I feel like we have awesome discussions and sometimes I feel like I come out of book club with maybe I book, I was just kind of like, eh, lukewarm about, And after talking about it, I appreciate it more because, you know, maybe Kimberly's pointed out a few things that I hadn't thought about or Juliana really got into the plot details where I may have overlooked something. And so it's like, okay, I can appreciate this literature and this author a little bit more given the discussion we had. So I love being able to learn from everybody and share. When I was 22 years old, I moved back to my hometown of Tallahassee, Florida, and began living life in the air quotes real world. (laughs) I was a little bit lonely, about to be married, um, and anxious to make friends. And I think anybody will tell you that making friends in adulthood is just a lot harder than it is in college or even in high school or elementary school. 
I moved back to my hometown, did not keep in touch, had not kept in touch with too many of my, of my friends from my growing up years. And so I kind of had this blank slate, which was more of a curse than a blessing, or at least it felt that way. I befriended somewhat awkwardly a woman who I worked with. Um, she worked at a local PR firm. I worked at a health insurance agency that kind of utilized her services. And we started, you know, doing the friend dating thing. And eventually I broached the idea of a book club. I had always wanted to join a book club. It felt like the grown up adult thing to do. And probably sometime around there, I also had read Gretchen Rubin's book, The Happiness Project, where she talks about having fun. And one of the ways she has fun is by meeting with a group of readers to discuss children's literature. I really didn't have an, a desire for a specific, a genre specific book club, but I did have a desire to meet outside of maybe my typical uh, group. I went to church. I'm a faith-based person, a religious person, but I wanted something outside of that. And I wanted a world outside of that. And books have always have always filled that void for me. But the thought of sitting amongst people with differing worldviews and different different personalities and getting to gather to talk about um, a book we've all read sounded really appealing to me. So I approached this friend of mine. We agreed that it was a good idea. And the rest, as they say, is history. I am so grateful for those years of book club in Tallahassee. Some of my dearest friends, some of whom you'll hear their voices today, um, but some of my dearest friends came out of that. In fact, I don't have a ton of deep friendships from college or from high school. I have a couple dear friends from those seasons of my life. But interestingly, where I made what I consider to be some of my lifelong friends friends are in that book club or from that book club in Tallahassee in my early adult years. I moved to Thomasville to take over the bookshelf and knew I was going to probably have to bow out of my Tallahassee book club, which had morphed and changed over the years, as most groups do. And I was a little hesitant because reading now felt very much a part of my job, very much felt wrapped into what I do. I wonder if like librarians or English teachers feel the same way where you're reading a lot for work. And so I wasn't sure I wanted to make friends in the same way I had in Tallahassee. But it soon became clear that Thomasville was not an easy place to find friends. And I think that's true of a lot of places, but I think I made perhaps wrong assumptions <laughs> that as, as a entrepreneur as a small business owner in this small town that I would just, you know, I don't know, friends would come flocking, <laughs> come out of the woodwork and they didn't. And so I decided to try my tried and true method, which is start a book club. And now I had a bookstore where I could recruit members, but really it was tough going. I, you know, was kind of by myself finding people that I hoped would be kind of like-minded in terms of reading habits, but would also think differently from me or bring something different to the table or read outside my typical comfort zone. I am pleased to say that now seven, probably six years later, we have a really reliable group of readers who I love gathering with. The beginning stages were awkward. I think every time you start a new group or enter a new setting, that's true. I don't think there's really anything to be done about that. <laughs> and also my personality <laughs> lends itself to awkwardness. Um, but I... 
I have met yet again, some of my dearest and best friends through book club. And so I'm so grateful. I kind of took the leap of faith both in Tallahassee and in Thomasville to kind of launch these things. I've been talking this summer about um, how I'm a Christie in, in babysitters club um, terms. I'm a Christie. And so I'm definitely a starter. One day I would love to join something, <laughs> but in the meantime, um, I am a starter. And so I do have some suggestions then for starting your own group. I've been in a book club for seven years in two different cities, one in Tallahassee, and my most recent one is in Colorado, where I'm living now. You know, the best part about it is sometimes meetings are for friends, and sometimes we end up with 14 people. So it's definitely a come as you are. You know, if you've read half the book, great, still come. If you haven't picked up the book because you ran out of time, still come. If you hated the book, love the book, all opinions are welcome. And that's one of the best things about book club. I enjoy reading a bunch of different types of books too, especially with a diverse group of women. You just never know what you're going to read. And we all just pick, you know, whatever interests us. You know, sometimes in the summer we pick a little bit lighter books in the winter, you know, it might be heavier topics. Yeah, the best memories are made, you know, when we come to a meeting and maybe everyone just didn't love the book, but the discussion is so great around why we didn't love it. And, you know, sometimes there's books that we all love, um, like Becoming by Michelle Obama was a recent one that we read that everybody loved and sparked a lot of discussion. We also just read Writers and Lovers, um, which was a new release this year, and it was perfect during quarantine to read and meet by Zoom. So that was a really fun opportunity, too. And um, it's just been a great way to connect with other women. It, you know, forces me to read a book once a month, too. When things get busy, I have three kids, and reading is definitely not a priority. So it's great to actually have a purpose and read um, every month. We've done fun ones where uh, we've read the book and then gone to the movies uh, and seen the movie that goes with it. We've we've gathered in people's homes. We've gathered at restaurants. We've gathered at breweries. And I think that just makes it more fun. So um, we've kept it really casual over the years. And I just love being in a book club. For me, the most successful model and the most successful way to do this, if you're starting from scratch, like I was in Tallahassee and like I was in Thomasville, is to partner with at least one other person. My experience starting a Thomasville book club, I think, was a, was significantly harder. I did not know anybody. I did not know how to reach out or when I did. I mean, I could trace the emails. They were super awkward of me basically <laughs> begging people, don't you want to don't you want to join this group with me? And as a result, it's very funny, but a lot of the people I originally sent emails to aren't in the book group anymore. And there are no hard feelings about that. That's another thing I think adulthood teaches us, right? Is that clubs or groups kind of morph and become their own thing. And some people join later, some people exit through moving or through change of careers or whatever. And that's okay. That's just the nature of the adult game we're all playing. But I found that the most successful way to start a group was by having at least one other person 
And the reason this was helpful, particularly in my Tallahassee group, was that I then found or recruited almost like a, is this how MLMs work? I'm not sure. But I recruited a couple of people and my friend recruited a couple of people. And so even though I didn't maybe know six people at the time, I knew two that I could contribute. My friend knew three or four. And so between the two of us, we had a pretty good group size. And so that first meeting, it was this hodgepodge of her friends and my friends and And that lent itself, I think, to easier conversation because everybody then had at least one other person in the group that they knew. But also it provided a more diverse range of voices than if I had just gathered, you know, my own random group of friends together. Also, this was an example of me not knowing anyone. I imagine if you are in a town or you are already cemented in a group of people, it might be easier to just recruit the people you know. And that's okay. I think there is value in reaching outside your circle, but I don't think there's anything wrong with starting in your circle. So that to me was the easiest way to start a book group was to kind of recruit one other person. And then the two of us kind of find friends who we thought would be interested and then begin meeting regularly. Another fun thing that I did, gosh, I don't know, a couple years ago, my one of my dear friends um, from actually from my high school years, uh, Rachel had moved to Nashville, she was a reader. She and I had been in book club together in adulthood, um, which was a very fun to get to experience book club with a with somebody who had known me since I was 17. But she moved to Nashville and didn't, you know, have a group that she knew I don't know, didn't have a group of people. She knew she had people at work. She had people at church, but she didn't have a group of readers, I guess. And so together, once I kind of had her permission, channeling that uh, Christy energy again, I basically reached out on my Instagram and was like, hey, who is in Nashville and loves to read and needs a book group? And through that, Rachel then started her own book club in Nashville. So there's no shame. I think we all feel a little tentative and a little maybe even intimidated by reaching out or starting something new or, you know, it's a lot like asking somebody out on a date, I think. And it can be hard to take that initial first step, but I think there's blossoming that can come from it. And so by helping Rachel kind of find her group of people, she now has a book club in Nashville. And so there are lots of different ways to start a group. I guess the last way that I would recommend is you could also join an already existing group. Um, And I do think reaching out to your local bookstore or your local library is a great way to find out what groups are already meeting. And then maybe even I don't know. This sounds so silly, but like maybe even by hanging out in those spaces, you can meet like-minded people. I know COVID has changed a lot of that and and my heart has broken over it. I am so hopeful for the day when we are gathering in our normal kind of everyday spaces again. But I do think your local bookstore for sure probably still has a group meeting on Zoom or some, some other format. And I don't think there's anything wrong with meeting outside six feet apart and still getting to have your book club or meeting on Zoom. Um, so there are still ways to gather. It's just going to look a, bit, a little bit different in this season. But those are the best ways I can think to kind of start or join your own book group. I wanted to join a book club after I had moved to Chicago. I didn't know a lot of people outside of my work setting, and I was really looking for a sense of community around a shared purpose, a shared love of reading and books. I thought it just sounded really fun. I also realized that while I love reading, it's pretty rare that you get a chance to sit down with even just one person to discuss and I digest a book after you've read it. So the idea of a book club sounded very appealing. 
So many reasons I love our book club. One is that we're women-driven, and I feel really empowered that we are a group of women who have come together on our own, again, with a shared joy and love of books and reading. But we all come from different backgrounds, different experiences, perspectives. Many of us didn't know each other when we joined the book club, yet we've been coming together every six weeks for the last two plus years consistently. And it just feels really empowering that we're doing this together. I also like that book club really challenges me. I have read more books that I normally would not have picked out on my own ever since joining book club. And I also find that really fun and perspective challenging for myself. I love hearing from the other women on their insights and their likes and dislikes of certain books, of our, all of our books, our questions and curiosities that we have together. And I just always learn a lot from our discussions. I also will find that I times might be ambivalent about whether I liked a book or not, but then after an hour and a half discussion at book club, I like the book more. I think that having the discussion really can add a lot of depth to the book and spending that amount of time analyzing it and digesting it, discussing it, laughing about it just kind of brings us together and, and brings the book full circle for me in terms of enjoyment. My favorite books probably from book club have been Americana, A Gentleman in Moscow, and Educated. One of the very first rules I had, and look, I'm not saying your book club needs to have rules, but when my friend Jen and I uh, started the book club in Tallahassee, one of the things I remember telling her was, no matter how few people show up, we have to keep meeting. And that was just the rule. And it became the rule in Thomasville as well. Like no matter what, keep meeting because, and I knew this from other group experiences, the moment you lose momentum, things just come to a grinding halt. And I don't know if that's true for everyone, but it's certainly true for me and for my relationships. And so in Tallahassee, I distinctly remember a handful of meetings where there were two or three people and we just kept doing it anyway. <laughs> and we just kept meeting in each other's homes. And that to me is a founding principle, rule, law, whatever phrasing you want to use that ensured that we would keep meeting. So when you are thinking about starting your own book club, um, I would encourage you to not be deterred or overwhelmed by size. Um, I have found personally that my favorite book groups um, range from, I would say, five to 10 people. Now, I have been in book groups much larger than that, um, groups of 12 to even 20, at least in the bookstore capacity. But for my own personal book groups, I love meeting in group sizes of five to 10. I think recruiting beyond that number, and again, recruiting seems like such a bizarre word to use, but I think recruiting beyond that number is important. 
because it was very crucial to me that this be a low key group. Whenever the bookshelf hosts our annual book club fair, we host a book club fair every January where we invite local book groups to the bookshelf to almost set up science fair style, (laughs) to set up like a little table, a little booth so that they can either recruit new members or just share uh, information and book lists with other book clubs. And I always give a little talk kind of about the role book clubs have played in my life and they have played a significant one. But one of the analogies or one of the things I always kind of address is that I think book clubs are on a scale (laughs) and they range from like the boozy wine club that like never reads the book to the super academic, maybe even lecture style book club. And in Thomasville, and I'm sure in your city or in your town, all of the books exist on that spectrum. And we have book groups that certainly are mainly kind of into into booze booze and snacks, which like you do you, that's amazing, good for you. Uh, And then some book groups are far more academic and literally meet at the local university and listen to a guest lecturer. I have attended both kinds of meetings. I think both are great and tap into a different part of my personality and a different part of my reading life. My favorite book groups, and this is no surprise if you know me in real life, I often find myself in the middle uh, of all kinds of things. And I very much prefer my book clubs to be about in the middle of that spectrum. So I want a book club that is going to be low key enough where if I miss a meeting, it is not the end of the world. Or where if I don't read the book, it is okay. But I also want a group that asks good questions and that has rich and meaningful conversations. And I have found that in both of the reading groups I joined, both in Tallahassee and in Thomasville. Hello, my name is Mike and Day, and I have been in a book club with Annie Jones for the last five years. When I moved to Tallahassee five years ago, I had a one and a half year old daughter. And um, during the course of the first one and a half years of her life, my reading life had really dropped off. So when I moved back to Tallahassee, I went to school here a while ago. I knew I wanted to be a part of a book club partly to um, get back into the reading life and have something to keep me accountable for continuing to read. Uh, But also, I love getting to know people through discussing books with them. So uh, I met Annie at the bookshelf and um, got to ask her about the book club and what kind of books they read and it sounded good. So I came and I've been coming ever since. I really love it. We study all different kinds of uh, genres. Um, Some of my favorites have been uh, We Were the Lucky Ones by Georgia Hunter or The Almost Sisters by Jocelyn Jackson the Dry by Jane Harper. We read everything from nonfiction to science fiction to young adults. And it's it's been just what I was looking for. And I'm really happy that I'm a part of this group. It's been great to get to know the women of the group through reading books. So I think it's important to find a book club that suits your personality, suits your reading life, and one that meets regularly, because I believe meeting regularly will prevent things from just stopping. (laughs) My book clubs have always met once a month. I know other book clubs that meet weekly, which like that's a level of commitment I'm not capable of. But again, you do you. So at the bookshelf, we have book clubs that meet weekly, book clubs that meet monthly, and book clubs that meet probably every six weeks or so. 
I personally like the monthly model, but again, it's really about your reading life, your personality, what works best for you and for the members of your group. So that kind of addresses how often to meet, how many members to have. And again, so much of this is so personal. But the other thing that I would address is where you're going to meet. So in my Tallahassee book club, we met in each other's homes. And in Thomasville, that's how the case was too, at least at first. Um, I love meeting in people's houses because there's something really personal and sweet about it. I love sharing my home. I love having people in my house. And so... I have very fond memories. I also think relationships go a little deeper. Maybe when you meet in one another's homes, I could be wrong about that, but that's how it felt to me. And so I have really sweet and fond memories in Tallahassee and in the early days in Thomasville of meeting in people's houses. For my Thomasville book club, what's really interesting is Thomasville is a small town. So we actually have members from Thomasville, Tallahassee, Cairo. I think at one point we even had some folks from Bainbridge. So people who were coming from all over. So it became important for us to have kind of a more central meeting place. We used to meet in people's homes, but that meant some of us were driving, you know, an hour and a half to people's houses. And so the bookshelf made the most sense. And again, this ties into my love of hospitality and hosting people. It is sad um, maybe to not greet as many people as usual into my home, but right now that wouldn't be possible anyway. (laughs) Uh, So the bookshelf acts as a hosting spot and a meeting spot. That has not been the case, obviously, for the past six months. Um, My book club has met via Zoom, but I think both types of groups, whether you're meeting in people's homes or you're meeting in a central meeting spot, I think can exist really beautifully. My friend Rachel's book club, I think in Nashville, found a wine bar that suited them. I think gathering at a restaurant sounds really fun because who doesn't love to eat? And I don't always have time to love to cook. So so meeting at a restaurant sounds really ideal. Um, For my own book group, um, what is so delightful about it is the woman who chooses the book or who helps choose the book often makes snacks and some people like go all out and then some people don't. And again, that's because my book club rests soundly in kind of that middle lane where it's pretty low key. And so if you want to go all out and make the most delicious snacks you've ever tasted, great. If you don't, that's fine too. So book clubs for me exist on a spectrum. It's all about your personality, your reading style, and also your life. Like how do you have a lot of kids at home? Do you, you know, do you work a really busy career that prevents you from meeting regularly? Is a lunchtime group the kind that makes the most sense for you? Because you could do it on your lunch break with the people you work with. Um, So there are all kinds of different ways to do a book club, but these are the ways that have, that have worked for me and that I have found to be most sustainable. I love being part of a book club because it gives me a sense of belonging and helps a small group turn into a community of friends that support each other. And it gives me a place to learn from other people and gain perspectives that I wouldn't have thought of on my own. Book clubs are so fun because I love being able to cast books and think of what actors and actresses would play the different roles. But also I love being able to discuss books that maybe weren't my favorite, but that will allow us to all share experiences and view things from different perspectives. So some of my favorite books that we've talked about in book club are Searching for Sylvie Lee by 
Gene Kwok or Recursion by Blake Crouch. Those were great books to cast. <laughs> but I also really loved Wild by Cheryl Strayed and Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close by Jonathan Safran for because those books, although they weren't always on my top 10 list, really allowed for great conversation and um, in-depth thought. And I think that's, that's something special that you can have with a book club that you can't always have with other relationships. Perhaps the biggest question I get when it comes to either starting or joining a book club is how do you figure out what book to read, which I imagine if you're listening to this podcast, that probably that might not be a problem for you because you probably have a ton of resources and you're listening to podcasts or you're visiting your local bookstore or you're hanging out with other readers all the time or you're hanging out on Instagram all the time. And so you already know what to read. But I do think in a book club, it is interesting. I find it fascinating what different clubs do about how they choose the books. So for my book club, both again in Tallahassee and Thomasville, because this is what worked for me. And so if it ain't broke, don't fix it. We have rotating hostesses, hosts of the book club and whoever hosts, it used to mean that they hosted at their house. But now what it means is they prep the food, the snacks, and they send out an email or a poll with three book options. Here's the reason I like this model. You send out three choices, the book club votes, and then you based on like, you know, democratic voting. I like this because I will never forget uh, in Tallahassee. And look, I now at 34 might really like this book. I don't know. But when I was 22, the first book I chose, it was like the second month of the club, I had sent out three options. And the one that won was The Elegance of the Hedgehog. And it was just not for me nor for my book group again. 34-year-old Annie might really like that, but 22-year-old Annie did not. And it was a baby book club and we needed a book that we could all rally around and that was not it. <laughs> so so I just, I just remember how delighted I was that I didn't have myself to blame for that selection. <laughs> that was something that we all had voted on. It was the one that had won by majority rule. And so that's personally why I like voting because then when the book winds up being terrible and let's face it, sometimes there are duds, the whole book club has to kind of laugh about it and take blame for it instead of one person. It puts, and it takes a lot of pressure, I think, off of the person choosing the three books. So that is one way. Other book clubs I know, one book club in Thomasville picks their entire slate of books for the whole year. And actually a couple of book clubs that meet at the bookshelf and at our local library pick books this way. I am in awe of this. Again, it is not the way I would choose because I love reading new books and like, what if something comes out that like you all just are dying over and you need to read it? But I think this is great for backlist book clubs, like for people reading mostly maybe backlist titles. Uh, And I think this gives everybody the chance to get really excited. I know um, one of the book clubs that meets at the bookshelf, they pick their slate of books in January at like their New Year's party or they pick it at their Christmas party or something like that. And so it's like this really celebratory, hearkening back to last week's episode with the Lazy Genius, it's like this opening ceremonies of their book club, which I do think there's something really special and fun about that. Other book clubs I know, and actually a club I would really be interested in joining is like an article book club, or I actually do have a little group I've joined with my 
friends where we watch these YouTube videos and then we talk about them together. So even though obviously you're here because you're a reader, don't limit yourself. Maybe you're in a space where what makes the most sense for you is to, I don't know, read Anna Karenina in 2021. And so you find a group of people where every month you're going to read one part of Anna Karenina. Like, or maybe you're going to read a bunch of different articles and talk about them. Or as a case of one of our book clubs in town, you're going to be the kind of book club where each member reads a different book. And then your book club meeting isn't really so much discussing one book, but it's all sitting and sharing what you've read and what you learned from what you read. And then you leave that book club meeting with like six new books to read. So I think the options are endless. And I know that can sometimes be really overwhelming, which is why I'm here to tell you how I run my book club and how my friends run our book club. But I also don't want you to be limited by just how you've heard of it being done before. There are so many ways to run a successful book group. And I think that's the beauty of it. And I think that gives you a little bit of freedom. Don't be intimidated by the freedom. Instead, kind of let it guide you to picking what makes the most sense for your group. You've heard from a lot of my former or current book club members about their favorite books. And so I thought I would be remiss if I didn't tell you some of my own favorites. Some of my own favorite book club selections have been Homegoing by Yag Yassi. I recall sitting in my living room uh, in Thomasville, having one of the best and most meaningful conversations about that book and how it really shaped us and changed our minds about some things and how it opened our eyes to others. I loved that book and I think it really lent itself to a powerful, interesting, meaningful conversation. Another book that actually I think one of my friends referenced earlier um, was the book Wild by Cheryl Strayed. I actually did not recall loving that book at all. But what I do recall is being in my friend Jordan's living room and having a really good conversation because a couple of us had had the opportunity to go hear Cheryl Strayed in Tallahassee at an event. And hearing the author in person completely changed my perspective of that book. And then talking about it with my fellow book club members also changed my perspective of that book. We Were the Lucky Ones by Georgia Hunter is another one that I just remember having a fantastic conversation about. We in Thomasville also read the book, The City Baker's Guide to Country Living, which was fine, like a sweet, I think I've talked about it on this podcast, like a sweet kind of Hallmark-ish book. But my friend Kimberly who also happens to be an attorney, and I wonder if there's if there's some crossover here. Um, but she researches and does the best, most in-depth questions that you would not expect. And I don't think there's anything wrong with using the discussion questions at the back of the book. That's literally what they're there for. I think that's a great place to start and even a great place to end. But my friend Kimberly goes deeper. And even for a book where you wouldn't think there would be a ton to discuss, we talked for an hour um, about all all kinds of things that she had kind of dug up from her own reading experience. So this is another thing that I want to bring up, which is make sure your group is a safe space for facilitation. So in our group, whoever hosts, whoever brings snacks, whoever picks the three books that then we all vote on, that's who kind of leads and facilitates the discussion. But the pressure isn't all on her. We converse together. It's a very open group. At a book club that meets at one of our local universities, there's a lecturer. And so all the pressure then is on that person to kind of read the book and lecture and offer lessons about that book. I think it totally depends on which kind of book club you're interested in, which is going to be more appealing to you. I personally 
like both. I've attended, I've attended that book club before and really enjoyed it. The one where kind of there's a lecture style. It's not even really a conversation. It's a lecture. Um, but for my own personal book club and for my own personal reading life, what I love is a conversation led by really thoughtful questions. And so make sure that you have a group that feels like a safe space in which you can ask hard questions and have difficult conversations. That's going to come with time. You don't immediately feel intimate (laughs) with a group of people. At least I do not. Maybe you do, in which case, good for you. (laughs) I, I sometimes wish I did, but it takes me a little while to warm up. But now that I have, and now that I've been in the same group for six years, I love, you know, being really open and honest and thoughtful and And I think the feeling is mutual. Like, I think my fellow book club members would agree with that. Um, Having a safe space and providing a safe space for your fellow readers, I think, is really important. So, to be honest, I joined a book club because you asked me to, Annie. I had never done that before, but I've been a lifelong avid reader, and I've always loved talking about books with people, but had never really been in the right place at the right time to find a, a group that seemed to want to talk about books regularly and seems like kindred spirits. Um, And then one day as a customer at the bookshelf, you just kind of said, Hey, you're here a lot. Would you like to be in my, in my book club that I'm forming? And of course I said, yes, because who would not want to be in a book club with Annie Jones? And it's been the most wonderful few years getting to know the, the ladies that have joined and have moved on to other greener pastures sometimes and new ladies have come in and we have read just really some heartwarming and funny and thought-provoking books. And more importantly, we have really great discussions. My favorite thing about our book club is I feel like we are able to really connect and talk about and think through um, and share in a meaningful way after reading almost anything. And that's been neat for me that we can read something that's considered chiclet or something that is a food memoir or something that is maybe not normally something that would provoke good conversation, but because we have grown closer over the years, we are still able to have really good, thoughtful conversations about those things. Book club has been a refuge over the last few years and has been a source of joy. Uh, I normally look forward to our summer pool party so much at Juliana's house and our annual Christmas party where we exchange books. It's just, it's a little bit of magic that we get to have every month where we get to to catch up and hug each other in normal times. And we get to at least see faces over Zoom in crazy times. And it's a support network and also just a wonderful way to get to know other people with similar interests and, and feel like they're your tribe. So thank you for asking a few years ago if I wanted to join your book club. Yes. The answer was yes. I feel like people ask at the bookshelf or over Instagram or in my email all the time about the best ways to start a book club and the best ways to join a book club. And I hope I provided some of the answers to those questions today. I hope that this has been at least a sort of resource on kind of how book clubs get started and how you could maybe start your own. But I think the best piece of advice I have and, and isn't this always true, is to just start. And I know that right now doesn't seem like a good time to start anything. <laughs> um, I think, you know, it's intimidating to have to start something right now. But I also think there's so much value in gathering with people and talking about the deep issues that can come up out of all kinds of literature. And 
I think that the best ways to have those conversations are in groups and in safe, kind spaces. And so I hope this has given you some encouragement. To close out, I actually wanted to read something I wrote way back uh, when I moved to Thomasville and I had finally decided to tenure, is that the right phrase, to give my resignation to my Tallahassee book club which was, um, which I do not think actually is meeting anymore because I think a lot of those women moved, but at the time it was still meeting and it was something I was so proud of, but I was moving to Thomasville and it just didn't make sense anymore. So I wanted to read some of it because it still rings so true today and makes me so happy and proud to have been a part of such a special group. In what I used to think was a rare act of bravery, I hosted the first meeting of book club at our tiny apartment in January of 2009. Our transient Tallahassee town meant a lot of members would come and go in a span of six years, but we met every month regardless of numbers. We read fiction and nonfiction, classics, and New York Times bestsellers. Some of our members got married, had babies. We saw each other through a lot of heartbreak and a lot of joy. I remember one particular meeting. I came home and I told Jordan book club is what church should look like. I still believe that. A lot happens in six years of marriage, so my book club friends saw me through a lot of life struggles and changes. It's hard to believe that this morning I'm writing this post from behind the register of a bookstore I used to love. Book club, I think, taught me to come out of myself, to try new things, to be brave. By launching that very first meeting back in 2009, I grew up and into myself. I've always been confident, more bold, I think, than my outward facade suggests. Book Club, though, brought that out, in part because it was successful. It was my New Year's resolution that stuck. Book Club showed me what goal setting makes possible. And now, well, now I own the bookstore I used to love. Book Club gave me the confidence to step out of my shell and to try new things. Book Club taught me to take risks because the risk of starting a book club with strangers, it paid off. It really did pay off, and I hope it does for you, too. I wanted before we say goodbye for real, I wanted you to hear from my friend Juliana, who you'll recognize from the casting episodes of From the Front Porch. Um, she has been a member of the book club for a few years now. I don't actually know how many, um, but we have become dear friends because of book club. And I think she puts so succinctly and so beautifully that the best kind of book clubs become communities. It's why the bookshelf exists. It's why it's worth the risk. It's why reaching out to your friends and trying something new is worth it because it could blossom and bloom into something really beautiful and life-giving. In my mid-20s, I moved to a small town where I knew pretty much no one. And I think we all know as an adult, it can be a little difficult to make friends. And it just struck me one day that I've always gotten along really well with readers. I've always been a voracious reader. And so it would make sense for me to try to find a book club to maybe make some friends. So I went to my local bookstore, the bookshelf, and asked if they knew of any book clubs in the area. And as they say, the rest is history. So one of the things I love most about my book club, besides obviously reading diverse books and having good conversations about them, is that it really is a place of community. We spend half of the meeting, yes, of course, talking about the book that we've read, but we also talk about our struggles. We talk about our victories. We celebrate when people have babies. We mourn when people lose family members, and we have been there for each other through this crazy pandemic. And research has shown that people who read are more empathetic, and I think that it is only to your benefit to have a group of empathetic people in your life. And I think one of the best ways to do that is by joining a book club.
From the Front Porch is a weekly podcast production of The Bookshelf, an independent bookstore in South Georgia. You can follow The Bookshelf's daily happenings on Instagram at BookshelfTville, and all the books from today's episode can be purchased online through our store website, www.bookshelfthomasville.com. Special thanks to Dylan and his team at Studio D Production for sound and editing and for our theme music, which sets the perfect warm and friendly tone for our Thursday conversations. This week, I'm reading Transcendent Kingdom by Yagyasi. If you liked what you heard on today's episode, tell us by leaving a review on iTunes, or if you're so inclined, support us on Patreon, where you can hear our staff's weekly new release Tuesday conversations, read full book reviews in our monthly Shelf Life newsletter, follow along as Hunter and I conquer a classic, and receive free shipping on all your online orders. Just go to patreon.com forward slash from the front porch. We are so grateful for you, and we look forward to meeting back here next week. <laughs>